Good morning, good afternoon, good night, welcome to Mind Surfer Radio. In your ears! Today's fun filled topic is becoming aware and asking questions. So, kind of like mindfulness, you become mindful of situations, we become mindful of information that we read, we become mindful of our experiences, of other people's experiences, of the books we read, of the documentaries we watch, of everything we do. And as we become more and more aware, we go, we raise our hands and we're like, hey, but what about this? And we're gonna get into all of that. We're gonna be talking about the generations and the Dunning-Kruger effect and being seen as a fool by others. We're going to talk about being honest and authentic and respectful and to let go of what isn't serving you and find a path that suits you that may be different than right now. And how are you going to do that? Well, you got to stay tuned because we're going to talk about all of that and so much more. It's so much fun. I'm excited. Now, we've got some new rituals going. It's season two of Mind Surfer Radio. So, you know, we can't just be sitting on our laurels and just hoping that it just was okay before. No, we gotta do more, because that's what the people want. All 30 of you listening, you want more. I know it, I know it's what you want. So we're gonna start with something called gratitude of the day so I think we started it on other episodes I think so maybe not I don't know what order I'm releasing these in and frankly I don't give a fuck so today's gratitude of the day is hot water seriously how amazing is hot water especially when it's cold out and you get to sit in the shower right when you get up because it was cold getting out of bed and you're in the shower and you're just sitting there and the steam rises And through that steam, hopefully you reach a point of letting go of your worries and let the worries rise with the steam, knowing that you've planned for the day. I'm not saying that your life is gonna change magically by thinking it's gonna change, but by creating a plan, by moving forward and knowing and having faith and confidence in the plan you've created, knowing that in 18 months or 36 months, your life will be different, but right now, it's just all part of the plan. And there's no point being upset about the plan because the plan's in place. The only time to be upset is if you don't have a plan in place and you just keep wondering, why won't it change? Why won't it change? Life is so hard on me, man. It's so hard. Why won't it change? And so then you have to go into the hole. We gotta look deep, gotta look within ourselves. Why won't it change? What are we doing? What actions are we putting forward? to inspire change. So hot water, hot water making soup. You don't have to stoke a fire and put the kettle on the fireplace to make hot water. That's how it used to be. No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it was. That's how it used to be done. That's not really true. Yes, it's absolutely 100% true. 150 years ago, if you wanted hot water, you had to boil a kettle on a fire stove or directly on a fire or whatever. And if you don't believe anything I'm saying, why the fuck are you even listening to me? So whatever, believe what you want to believe, don't believe it. But hot water has been an essential luxury that's been given to us 
by just simply turning a faucet. And there was a time where you had to stoke a fire. You had to know how to make a fire. You had to maintain a fire. Then you had to know how to put something on the fire so that it could boil and you don't burn yourself after to retrieve it off the fire. Oh my God, who cares? It doesn't matter. You're right, it doesn't matter. Because everything's taking care of us, including hot water. So be grateful for that fucking shit, all right? That's what I'm talking about. Hot water, gratitude of the day, boom. Now you just need nine more to write at the end of the day for thanking. And if you can't come up with nine more or five more right now at the end of this, I don't know. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be like, thank, I'm so grateful I went to university. Like, I'm, I am grateful I did because that piece of paper allowed me to pretty much get every job I got when I cared about getting a job for people that now I look at and I'm like, really? This is how we make money? Like this? Really? And I'm supposed to just pretend this is okay and my actions make? Really? Huh. Okay. But yeah, so I'm grateful I got that. And now I'm grateful that I've taken the next step to do it on my own. And maybe I'll hire people with or without those special pieces of paper. Now, we're also going to be talking about a new thing. This might be the first episode where I do this. So we got gratitude of the day. Gratitude of the day, which is fantastic. And now we're going to do this segment brought to you by an exercise. And today we're going with a squat. Yup, a squat where you're sticking your ass out and then you have your back straight and you bend your knees. If you don't know how to do a fucking squat, go online and look. I'm not giving you exercise advice, but you know what a squat is? If you don't, go check it up. Maybe you'll learn something, but everyone knows what a squat is. But there's proper and improper squats. So here's a nod to the squat. If you do 10 squats a day, proper squats, just 10 in the kitchen, before you do the dishes, before you fold the laundry, and I'm talking to guys or girls because fucking house chores are everyone's responsibility, not just one fucking person's responsibility. So you may be standing in front of the kitchen sink about to fucking do some dishes. Stop, do 10 squats. Fucking throw them down. Put your hands forward, bring them down, or don't do whatever the fuck you want. Go online, check it out. But that's this segment brought to you by The Squat. Hot water in the squat. Yeah, sounds like a TV show to me. All right, let's come back to the topic at hand today, becoming aware and asking questions. Now, the big thing is, as you grow up, whether it be at home, at school, at work, and you ask a question, hey, why is this like this? And you keep asking it, you keep asking, and they don't have a real reason, and honestly, they just don't care anymore because they accept that answer. And they just say, it is what it is. Just fucking suck it up and shut the hell up. Now, in the olden days, which I don't know, would have been as far back as you ask your parents or grandparents. If a child asked a question and the parents didn't have the answer or a teacher didn't have the answer, didn't have the answer, did you, they just got a beating. So when you beat children to the point of if you ask a question, you're going to get beat, guess what you do? You quit asking questions. So it's not a surprise that you have old people now who've been beat up to be told don't ask questions. And so they don't ask fucking questions. Now, it's not all of them, of course. 
And of course, once you start recognizing, oh, I'm a slave to debt, I have debt, I must pay it. And oh, I've chosen a field that if I ever get fired or cross the line, I will never be hired in any other industry related to that because they don't want to have someone who goes against the grain. No, that's not true. That's not true. That's not how that works. You think that people conspire together to work against humans? How, how elaborate do you think people are? You just think that everything's a big conspiracy theory, eh? <laughs> Try it. Go ahead. Try it. Ask anyone who's gone against the flow and who's raised their hand and asked multiple questions and pushed the limits to the point where they're like, hey, we don't want your fucking nonsense. We don't want to answer the question. We do not want to bring your fucking wacky ideas into our realm. We've been telling you this is what's real for 80 years. And if you fucking go against it, you're done. Just play the game or get the fuck out. This isn't personal. Nothing is personal. Just understand this is the business world. And personal and business do not mix together. Morals and business do not mix together. Ethics, oh, well, let's study ethics because if we can narrow down what it means and spend our time dividing each other, then we don't have to worry about it. That's not real. Okay, it's not real. Or is it? Is it real? Could be real. Maybe it's not real. Ask your grandparents. Ask your parents. I don't know. I don't know how old you are. Ask them. Did you get beat? Whatever happened if I ask questions? Is this Mind Surfer radio dude just making shit up? Is he just exaggerating and blowing everything out of proportion? Is that what he's doing? Because it, it feels like he's just blowing things out of proportion. He's just trying to create more of a divide. By identifying observations of the past, he's trying to create a divide by pointing and blaming. That's how you interpret it, okay. But here's how I think it's interpreted or even interpretable. I even think that's a word. I think that deserves a, a self-high five. As you ask people who've suffered through the agony of having to stand up or ask questions, whether it's because of ethics or morals or injustices, environmental issues, whatever it may be. These people have had a hard time. And I get it, it's because if you ruffle the feathers or rock the boat too much, as they say, which I think is a great analogy, because we're talking about the mind surfer in the water and the waves are rocking. Well, if you start rocking the boat from the inside, they're gonna see you as a fucking pain in the ass, so they're gonna throw you overboard. And then you're going to recognize, oh my God, I got waves crashing everywhere inside my head, outside. There's waves all over the place. And if you start questioning something and taking away someone's livelihood and their ability to make money, of course they're going to get defensive. It's just human nature. If you make a hundred grand a year doing a certain job, and then you lose that job, how certain are you that you can find another job that makes 100 grand a year? Now let's add an equation to this, because if you're making 100 grand a year and living very humbly, which doesn't mean with no luxuries, it just means humbly and not pissing money away and 
humbly, like as in making your own food five days a week. Humble, nothing crazy, not ordering in food nearly every single day. Cause that's money just literally wasted away, just wasted. So anyways, this issue probably wouldn't be an issue, but if all of a sudden you're living life and if one day you don't make a paycheck, your whole house of cards comes crumbling down, how would you handle it? What would you do? What job would you take? What action would you take? How much money do you have in the bank to, bank to handle that event? Well, the fact that you're saying all this stuff says you're a negative person and you're just being in a negative state of mind. So by you bringing this to fruition means that if something bad happens to me, it's because you brought it up and put it in my head. What? Okay. All right. So let's pretend that's true. Or we could just analyze facts and look at, okay, here's a scenario. Here's various circumstances that can happen. Is playing Choose Your Own Adventure, the old awesome book series you used to be able to get. And except now it's for real life. And it's about, here's the reality. If you eat out six days a week, twice a day, instead of just making it at home, you're accumulating a debt rate of this amount as opposed to saving money. And that's just one little example of ways we piss our money away. And how do I know this? Because I'm fucking guilty of it too. I was very guilty of it back in the day. Now I'm very mindful. If I'm going to go eat, I'm not just going to go anywhere. I'm going to make sure it's a place that I've been wanting to go to or I like to go to. I'm not just going to stop at any old little place just to eat when I could just go home in half an hour or an hour and just make my own sandwich. And instead of paying for one sandwich, what I would pay for the equivalent in ingredients to get all the sandwiches for a week. Well, that's no fun. You're right. It's not fun. And sometimes pulling ourselves up by the bootstraps and becoming accountable isn't fun. It also has now made my encounters and meetups at restaurants way more engaging and enthralling because I do it less. And so I make sure to meet up with people with whom I'm having great conversations or sharing of ideas or helping each other or just being in each other's presence. That's it. And as you become more mindful of how you're doing that and people who with conversations, you can ask questions and you can be like, Hey man, like this is a great talk. Hey, I love that you asked that question. Hey, I didn't realize you felt that way. Do you mind if I share my same story? Because I think we have something in common more than we realize. It always comes back to looking in the mirror. People can be offended. People want to take the activists, and protesters just want to take my jobs and they want to live off the land for free. Well, in some ways, that's kind of true. I heard a quote yesterday and it was something to the effect of, you see a bird eating, but it does not have a job, yet the universe provides. Wow, birds are too stupid to get a job. And ironically yesterday, at the same time, I met a hawk dude who had a hawk to do animal, con pesc 
to do pest control on the golf course. And it was quite amazing. So I don't know. So now birds do have jobs. So now my whole quote has gone to shit. So we need to all keep working. So just work, work, work. Who gives a fuck what we're doing to the world around us? And just work. So that's one philosophy. And that's how some people feel. That's not even a generational thing. And at the end of the day, we need to be aware. And I talk about this in the generational podcast. This isn't about pointing and mocking other generations. It's about identifying openly, honestly, and authentically and observing and saying, holy shit, you went through this. We've never had to go through this because you guys saw that that wasn't good. So you didn't pass it on. Of course, that's not all of them. There are people who do keep passing it on and that's a whole other topic. But in general, most people want to give their kids what they weren't given before. And right now we're at the point where, yes, the material stuff, there's just no more of that that you can give and be like, well, I don't know what else to give you. Like, it's full of shit. I've given you everything. But we're at the point where parents need to give wisdom. They need to give emotional intelligence. They need to give the teachings of compassion, kindness, the karmatic code, how we treat others and how it comes back to us. Being the neighbor we'd want to live beside. To want to build a longer table than to build a higher fence. And every generation goes through this. And the generation with wisdom, obviously, usually is the one that's the oldest. This is the first time in human history that old people are living as old as they are. So we can't be treating it as if it's just regular. Our whole economic system and model has been predicted for 30 to 40 years that the baby boomers were going to create havoc on the long-term care and healthcare system. They've been predicting this forever. And guess what? It's coming to fruition now. Of course, for anyone to mention this is considered a buffoon, an idiot. Because if you don't believe everything you're told, you're an idiot. Okay, that is true. You can believe that. Now, this is where the Dunning-Kruger effect comes in. If you don't know what the Dunning-Kruger effect is, I really suggest there's some decent videos online. I'm not going to spend too much time explaining it because I've already talked about this stuff. But basically what it says is there's an axis where there's the X and Y. And I believe the Y is vertical. And that is the confidence scale. So the top is high confidence, the bottom is low confidence. And the x-axis, which is horizontal, is intelligence, actual intelligence and knowledge of a certain subject. So, the study was conducted by these two gentlemen, Dunning and Kruger, and they discovered a correlation between the less someone knows, the more confident they are in their opinion. And they will die on a hill with information that they don't even understand or know. It's been force-fed to them through different channels, whether it be parents, school, media. It doesn't mean it's accurate just because it was given through certain means. 
There were times science told us that certain products were good. They used to say smoking was good and it was doctors who confirmed this. And all of a sudden we forget this. It wasn't that long ago. And we're just supposed to be convinced all the time that science would never hurt us. Really? What about the time? What about the time Agent Orange was used? What about the time the different chemical companies have made mistakes and we're like, oh shit, we need to use this product up. How can we use it for the consumers to use because we've run out of other ways to use it? And if you're like, wait, what are you talking about? Well, look it up. And if you're too lazy to look it up, then fuck, who cares? Who gives a fuck? But if you're listening to my shit, there's a good chance you're like, oh, well, you know, I've never actually looked that up. Maybe, I'll, maybe instead of watching half an hour Netflix, I'll spend half an hour down a rabbit hole of information that I didn't even fucking know existed. So then you start going and recognizing, and this is the Dunning-Kruger, the more education you have and the more perspectives you gain and the more witness accounts that you watch or listen to or read, and you go, wait, oh wait, there's a possibility this isn't accurate? Oh, there's a pot. Oh, so, but I thought it was 100% sure. No, oh, it's not? Oh. Oh, 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 wait, they don't include this in the study? Oh, wait, who pays for the study? But how can they pay for the study if the study is to ensure if their product exists or not? How can they be the ones paying? Because isn't there a conflict of interest? Oh, we don't ask that question. Oh, okay, we just let it happen. So we don't, wait, no, university, no, universities do not get huge sponsorship and grant money from big companies to teach certain things. What? No, that's impossible. It's impossible. Why, why is that impossible? It's just impossible. There's no way it does that. Cool. Great. If that's, if that's how you're thinking, it's impossible, all this stuff. Fine. But educate yourself and find out more and find out more. And then you find someone who you think is an expert. And if you can't find one expert in any field because you say they're all wrong, well, how can they all be wrong? Because you'll never find just one side, usually. If there's only one side of something, isn't that kind of strange? There's certain things that Humans take for granted that we understand, but we really don't understand. Like all the different forces in the universe. Gravity. Have someone try to explain gravity to you. No one really understands gravity. We have ideas of what it means. We think we understand what it means. But wait, wait. You can't tell me there's going to be gravity in a place where it's not spinning, right? Like it has to spin to have gravity, right? Like it must. No? What? I don't understand the question. And there you go. So when you start digging questions on a certain subject, if your argument is, well, that doesn't matter, that doesn't matter, that doesn't matter, that doesn't matter, that you're just distracting, you're just distracting. It's like, no, I'm getting you to take steps away from the little focal point you're focusing on and to look at the bigger picture of what the fuck you're talking about. Because what you're talking about, sure, in your little one square millimeter of perspective, Fine, you're right, you're 100% right. Now let's take a fucking step back and out of that one millimeter, it turns out it's just two square meter paintings. So all of a sudden your fucking opinion has no relevance on the whole fucking picture at hand. 
So as Dunning-Kruger discovered, as people became more knowledgeable, their confidence started falling and falling and falling and falling. And it was only around the point where you become so knowledgeable of recognizing how fucking little you know, and then you get excited about learning, and you get excited about finding out more, and meeting new people, and learning about stuff, and recognizing, holy shit, we've been given such shitty information through our lives, and we've been relying on it, and now there's people in my life, and in many of your lives, who rely on this bullshit information. They have no clue my experience. I have fucking more experience than they could ever fucking dream of. And they think they're experts in fucking shit. I'm like, bring it on. And bring it on, don't even. Fuck, I don't give a shit. Like, enjoy your fucking bubble. Because you're right. In your bubble, you are fucking absolutely right. When you live in a bubble in your comfortable, sanitized, bullshit point of view, great, you're right. But once you fucking step back out of your fucking self-centered, narcissistic fucking little zone of ignorance... You look back and you go, holy shit, I've been fucking ignorant. And then your self-confidence, because think of this, if you realize you've been ignorant, there's a lot of people around you who've been noticing it for a while, so now you have to fucking face that reality. And as quick as you are fucking confident about everything, you will sink quickly into a self-doubt and shitting your own self-confidence. Now, as you learn and learn and learn and learn, it starts going up. And that's where I'm on the upswing now. It's taking me a while. My self-confidence through this whole thing shattered me. because There was so much stuff I used to believe in. So much. I believed in so many people. I believed in so much of good advice I thought was good. Now I look back and I'm like, oh my God. And I was even promoting people to kind of act in the proper way. And I'm like, oh my God. I was just selling garbage. There's so much garbage for sale. So much and people don't care who the fuck they fuck. They don't, they don't care if it's strangers, family, friends. It doesn't matter. As long as you're comfortable and you're happy, that's all that matters. It's the world we live in right now. Dunning-Kruger, that's what that's about. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. If you look at the graph, there's the uptick. I've actually taken that graph and I've reanalyzed it in another way to do with mindfulness and our abilities to recognize this, it'll be in the book and the training series video program, which I am building now. <sighs> it'll be my third attempt at it. Man, I, I recorded like 20 episodes a few months ago and I just wasn't feeling it. I just, I don't know why, but apparently there was a new moon recently and I'm feeling invigorated. I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling like this is the one, take three. It's gonna be great. Now, when you're building your videos and you're building your passions and following your new path and learning about things that you never even thought about considering, well, there's going to be people who do not respect that and completely don't give a shit. And if anything, they're going to see you as a fool because you are wreaking havoc in their little normal bubble of a life. And now there's some people who their jobs are very stressful. So in their mind, because their life is stressful, their opinion should be more important. I think it's important for those people to recognize there's other people outside of their little bubble of reality, because that's what it is. They live in a their bubble of reality. It's not everyone's. And sometimes your reality gets shaken a little. And they need to recognize and see people 
analyzing this from outside of it and saying, okay, guys, we understand things aren't going great. How could we fix it? Because right now, this is like emptying a sinking ship with buckets, but no one's trying to put a hole. It's like, well, yeah, we're, we're bringing in more buckets to fix the hole. Yeah, but that doesn't fix the hole. But we're going to be rolling out a ton of buckets, so many buckets, so many buckets. You have nothing to worry about. The buckets are coming. Okay, good. Yay. Yay for buckets. But that means you're going to be hauling ass for the rest of your life getting this fucking water out of the boat when we, what we need to do is focus on the hole. Why is that hole there? How come according to the budget sheet, there's a shit ton of money allocated to the, the hole, but the hole somehow is absorbing the money for profits and hiring underqualified people and the cheapest labor to take care of the humans that we love most kind of hole and yet we're not doing anything about it? Huh, interesting, interesting. It's just a perspective, I don't know. How come that's happening? What the fuck is, how come this isn't being talked about? How come in a year, nothing has been done? It's just, nothing's been done. Now, of course, I'm referring to a certain thing which I fucking don't wanna talk about, which, so that's the end of it. I'm not even gonna talk about that because it's useless and fucking, in a year from now, it'll just be a joke that just, oh, it just disappeared. Oh, look at that. Oh, how fucking ridiculous was that? Or not. Maybe it'll still be going on and we're still going to be buying into the bullshit. <sighs> and then you're seen as a fool for standing up and asking questions. Anyone asking questions is a fool. But the true fool is the person just believing that what they're being told is true, yet the numbers aren't really matching up. And are the numbers even real? Are you able to analyze facts? Are you able to take data, real data, and look at it and be like, holy fuck, this data is skewed. This data doesn't make sense. So yes, the data has been there, but where did the data come from? How is it extrapolated though? How is it, how is it gathered? Is it skewed? What? Are you telling me people can make money in this? No, people don't make money off people being sick. Well, that's, that's unethical. Well, how, how dare would they? No, they would never do that. And how dare you talk about the medical system? How dare you talk? These people are putting their hard lives. They're going through hard times. How dare you speak? You don't have the right to speak about that. You're not allowed to speak about stuff you don't know about. If that sounds familiar to you, because I've had people tell me that, and I'm just like, wow, that's it, eh? So you just want to muzzle people because you don't want to hear the hard truth. You don't want to hear something that's real. You don't want to hear the fucking perspective outside of your little fucking bubble. And you know what? Here's the crazy part. Every fucking generation and few generations, one group of the society fucks everything up royally and then the grandkids or great-grandkids have to look back and be like, wow. I come from the line of family that did this. Oh my God. They just conformed. They just bowed their heads down and said, yeah, stick it up my ass, man. Yep, stick it up my ass as much as you want. Stick it up there. What are you talking about? I don't know. Fucking swab, a needle. Stick it up, whatever. So at the end of the day, who gives a shit anymore? 
And if people are upset with the questions you arise, and if their arguments are just completely at a childish level where they can't even accept any information of the painting by stepping away and just keep focusing on their, their micro dot that plays no factor at all in the grand scheme of what's truly happening, well, that's not real. Bigger things don't happen outside of my bubble. You're just completely trying to make stuff up. Like you don't know anything. Like you don't know anything about anything and you're just making stuff up. You know what you need? You need to just get a good corporate job, go work for the government, get a good pension, and that's it. Go have kids. See, the problem is you have too much time to think. You need some children. That's what's going to help you. You need children. Just get a fucking job with the government, good pension. That's it, that's all you need to do. You understand that's your problem. That's what the whole world needs to do. Just get a job with the government, get a good pension. A lot of government jobs out there, a lot. <laughs> Lots of government jobs. So of course you're gonna believe what the government tells you, because if you don't, you're gonna be out of a job. And if they're the best jobs you can find, 100 grand a year, government jobs don't make 100 grand a year, huh, fuck. Take a look. You're right, it's probably more. Well, I don't make that much. Well, fuck. I don't know what to say. Then I guess I'm wrong. I'm wrong. And I'm just a fool. Now, if you're going to be a fool, just be honest about it. Be authentic. Be respectful. See, this has been the hardest part for me. Is all of it. Is accepting it, embracing it. Because to me, asking questions was considered wrong. So it took a while for me to start recognizing, like, whenever someone starts dismissing my questions, I just quit talking to them about stuff. So I just go back to doing the typical, like, okay, well, what's the weather? What sport team got more points on the board than the other one? What's on Netflix? Although that's tough sometimes, because when you're in different countries, it doesn't usually correlate. It's interesting, so being authentic, honest, respectful, that's a tough one. Because when people are being disrespectful to you, it's so much, I used to think I had neuron mirroring. I don't even know if that was a term. I forget what the term was. It's been a while since I thought about this. But basically what it was, in my opinion, is, oh, you're gonna act that way towards me, so I'm gonna act the exact same way back to you. And then they'd get upset. I'm like, what are you upset about? Like, well, you did this. I'm like, yeah, but you did this. Well, you can't act that way because I did it unconsciously and then you did it consciously, which means you're just mean. I'm like, um, the fact that you're unconscious of your shitty behavior is not an excuse for continuing it. And now that I've brought it to light, you're not expected to continue acting like a douchebag. Well, you know, it's my personality. It's who I am. And if you don't like the way I act, then too bad for you. Okay, you're right. And then I'm out of people's lives, which I'm okay with. I've come to terms with it. I've come to terms that people do not want someone in their life who are gonna reflect a flashlight back on them. Because I've had people give me some of the shittiest advice in the world. And now when I question their shit, whenever they try to start asking me about me, I just revert it back on them immediately. And they don't like that. And which is weird, because if you're so prying with me, why are you so hesitant on delving into your personal shit? But it's okay for you to want to delve into my personal shit. 
Let's do it. Let's go both ways, buddy. But people don't like that. And these tend to be bullies. And these are people who, you, who are used to getting their way. And especially in family dynamics or work dynamics where people assume they have a higher level. They have authority over you. They believe in their world that their bubble is elevated above yours. The problem with these bubbles, and there's a lot of people with these bubbles, it tends to be the older you get, the higher your bubble rises because you think you have this entitlement of I've been on this planet for more rotations of the sun than you therefore I am wise because I've bestowed that wisdom upon myself and everything I speak is truth and anything I hear from others is complete hogwash and I don't care about new information because new information is just trying to mess with the real information in my mind and when their bubbles burst, oh man, it comes crashing down hard because they're so far up in their own asses. And so you see this now and now, you know, you recognize this as you become more mindful and aware and you just see them and say, oh man, okay, well, I used to like them. I used to like them. I used to like their perspective. It's not that I don't love them. I don't wish harm on anyone. There's no vengeful feeling. There's no feeling of animosity. The feeling is just, well, there was a time we had great memories. I've learned some valuable lessons. I'm not going to be manipulated or bullied or talked down to or disrespected anymore. And when people demand respect and they don't give it back, it's a good fucking time to step back, walk away, do your thing. There's absolutely no need to stick around anyone that you feel that you shouldn't be around at that time. And if it feels like it's time to step away from everyone, talk to a counselor, talk to a psychologist, just ensure to be aware that you're going in with a purpose and it's going to take work. It's going to take work. If you're not willing to put the work in to be better, then expect to be frustrated. If you've never, ever invested the time, money, or effort into working on yourself and I'm talking more than an hour session once a month for a year or two years or fuck all that's that's expecting someone else to do the work for you I'm talking if you haven't sat down and learned to meditate and recognize yourself and do the mindfulness and do the work if you haven't done that well guess what you're probably in a bubble sorry but it's true it's a fact you don't recognize that there's a possibility that you've been living in a bubble, then you are currently living in a bubble. Well, you don't know me. That's not true. How dare you assume things about me? Whatever. You're right. You're always going to be right because whatever's in your mind is what's truthful. When you do get to the point where you recognize, okay, it's time for me to be authentic, honest, and respectful to others and myself, that is when you can learn to let go of what doesn't serve you and find a path of learning and leading by example. That's why what I decided to do was during this process while I was making this book during this part of my life, it's not because I want to do this for the rest of my life. Sure, I'm going to help people and I have different ways to do it, but this was for me to gather the information and present it in a way that makes way more sense to me. And that connects more with people who went through what I went through. 
People who've been athletes and who've won championships, who've been MVPs, who've been bosses, who've been leaders, who've been franchise owners, who've been business owners, who've been actors or theater people or MCs, musicians. I've been through so much. And there's so many people that I met along the way and I'm like, man, we could use so much more guidance and so much more help, but it just didn't happen. And so it happened to be my path to learn this shit, write it down in a way that connects and that I can share. Cause I'm hoping that if you're listening to mind surfer radio, it's connecting with you in a way that allows you to discover your next path follow the deep yearning inside you, the passion of positivity, how you can make a difference in this world, how we can live while making money and living a beautiful life and being grateful and not simply grinding and grinding and be like, I'll be happy when it's my retirement. I can't wait to retire. I only have 25 more years and then I can enjoy life. Oh my God, I've met so many of those people. I don't want that. And if I never have kids and that avoids me from having that conversation, so be it. And I'm okay with that. If I have zero kids and zero family, but then 10,000 people buy my book and 200 of them fucking enjoy it, then you know what? I've created an impact in 200 lives, which sure, I didn't create the direct result of one person's life, but hopefully I altered in a positive way 200 people. And just to say, hey, Try to avoid this, try to avoid this, try to be aware of this. Are you aware of this? Take a look at this. Are you familiar with practicing this? Because this might help you lead to this. And as we put more and more effort into this type of thinking and behavior and helping and mentorship and leadership and becoming leaders by example and being the change we want to see in the world, that's how we are able to move forward in a better, more fulfilling direction. If this connects with you, great. If it doesn't, if it doesn't and you're still listening, you must love those pins and needles to the brain and heart, which is what Mindsurfer is all about. The other thing Mindsurfer is all about, which you know, I hope you put your shoes on, you went for your walk, you spent some time walking, enjoying the scenery, I'm gonna end it on this, cause at the end of the day, that's kind of just what I want to talk about. Just recognizing it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to be silly. It's okay to be seen as a fool by others. Cause when those other people realize that your foolishness and your silliness was actually brilliance and ingenuity, they'll just look back and say, oh, well, yeah, like, uh. I don't care, like it doesn't matter. And that's cool and it doesn't matter. None of it matters, no one's opinion matters. As long as you're being authentic, honest and respectful, who cares what people think? It's an amazing feeling to just truly not give a fuck anymore. Truly, like to just truly not give a fuck. And it sucks because sometimes you look back at people and you're like, oh, but I loved you so much. Why are you so stubborn? But it is what it is, and who are we to fucking judge? Maybe we're the stubborn ones because we refuse to just hang on to what we were taught. So our stubbornness is the continuous path of learning and growing. And that upsets some people, and we have to understand 
when we do something that upsets others, that's fucking how they interpret it. There's nothing you can do about it. Doesn't matter how nice you are, how good you do. There's often, that's where that stupid expression, no good deed goes unpunished. Like fuck, who the fuck came up with that shit? Talk about the absolute most negative statement. But there's times in my life, I kind of felt that way. And I think when you start feeling that way, is when you're hitting pretty much the lowest of the low. Because you can absolutely not see anything in the positive. Everything is jaded. And everything seems to come around negative. I hope you got your walk in. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you got inspired. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, info, check it out. I think themindsurfers.com, so it's the mind surfer with an S, themindsurfers.com. Check it out. I think it's up and running. It should be. I've been having issues with it. It's not perfect, but it's something. You'll have access to some guided meditation, some music meditation, and more stuff to come. There's going to be a blog that's eventually going to be going up. Some ideas, events. Lots of good coming. Lots of good. Have an amazing day. And on that, I want to say namaste.